0: Troops, here we are, we're live, it's another Eagle podcast, all Wi-Fi issues have been resolved, technology has come back up trumps, and I'm very glad to welcome back a good friend of mine, Mr Andy Bartlett, the owner, the designer, the man behind Rome, a fantastic app, um, it's taken over the world, forget TripAdvisor, forget all them other other apps aren't available, uh, former jockey, king on the networking scene, Andy, how are you doing mate?
1: Very good, mate. Very good indeed.
0: I'll tell you what, if you ever get an introduction like that again, you want to you pay someone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, I've never been in- introduced so well.
0: I'll just start following you around the scene, just introducing you
1: like that to pay, yeah. to uh, all these networking yeah. events. Yeah, you come networking with me and then, you know, just do that. Perfect. Just do that. Blah, blah. Wow, who's this guy? <laughs> um, how's, how's your week been? What have you been up to? Oh, well, he's good. bit of a quieter one this week, but I'm not complaining. Quiet, like, quiet, uh, how quiet? Busy couple of weeks lately, so it was nice just to kind of get back on top of things, I suppose. Right, deal. right. How's things going
0: um, with the app? I see it more and more places now, so obviously you're getting
1: yeah.
0: about quite a lot, um, getting it in front of people. Yeah, how, how's it going with the app? Talk good. to us.
1: Like um, you no, know, it sounds really good. We're we're connecting with the right people, and we're getting in front of the right people now. And you know what we do with the app is all about kind of re-energising local areas, uh, creating that footfall back into the areas, into the towns, into the cities. Yeah, because these local independents can make more money, and then we can thrive. Yeah, even more so. Um, so you know, we talked to the to like the like the Durham bid, Stockton bid. I just looking at introductions to people like that, you know these say so people that can that actually have the community on the forefront of their minds as well yeah
0: yeah no that that, yeah that makes sense um where did the idea come from andy
1: for when this had, app obviously used, I used to be a job jockey yeah uh so driving from A to B. And actually having something that was in a digital format that was really easy to use to be able to find a place of interest, you know, that yeah. my individual needs. Um, so you can go on the app and you can find, you know, the bars, the restaurants, the hotels that are near you. Yeah. Relevant to you in that location. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it all kind of stemmed from there. It was, it was driving around the country, right? I'm in, I'm in Liverpool. Yeah. Staying in this hotel, but actually what's around this hotel to be able to, to keep me occupied for a little while. Cool. Yeah. And
0: for those people sort of who are listening to create an app, to take it from a raw idea of, I want to find out what's around me and, need, and I'm going to come up with this app. And um, talk us through the process of like, how, how do you get an app developed and sort of, you don't have to go into cost, but sort of, is it an easy process? Is it a long
1: process? Like what we're what we talking <laughs> So how I did it, bear in mind, I had no idea on what this this industry was about. I just started looking from the top of Scotland right down to the furthest south. Right. Made a list of all the all the app development companies that I could find on Google, and then I I rang them. I just <laughs> rang and had conversations with them, and I, I was seeing. I was asking silly questions, like, you know, for a standard app, how much will it cost to get made? You know, every app's different, you know, so the right. cost is different, right? Um, and then from there, just asking questions, I then got uh, introduced to a guy in Danton called Simon, who was, who was on our charity adventure the other week. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, do you know what? I'm I'm meeting him on uh, on Monday coming, and we're doing the jump. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 we yeah. are. Yeah, what a great guy, yeah. Yeah, no, so you met him.
1: So I met him, and we started throwing around some ideas together um, on on how it maybe be done, and he actually knew the company that I, the app development company that I went ahead with. Right. Uh, and he introduced me to them, because they were fairly fresh on the scene themselves, although yeah. they had done bits in Newcastle, so they're a firm called We Are Surge now. Um, so they were a company in Newcastle, and they were really sort of like slightly ahead of the curve themselves. And yeah, were quite cool, quite you know, um, they were exactly what I needed, sort of similar age people. Yeah, um, with a real passion to grow their business as well as my own. Cool. And what?
0: What's a time period on building on building an app like this, or is it still? Changing and evolving as we speak.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't stop. It never stops. Right. Just to give you an indication of how long it took us to get it released, it was a year before, you know, from the start process of, right wow, to achieve to getting some sort of um, designs out there and having an app live on the App Store as it's, we call it the MVP, main viable product. Right. Um, it took us a year. And then wow. on top of that, it still wasn't finished. So I was told, by Simon, actually, a really good, good um, statement of uh, release early and revise often.
0: Yes. Is, Love you know,
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Love we'll, that. Uh, let's get something out there. Let's see what happens with it. And then from there, we can kind of tell it to how we feel the, the industry kind of, and the market's kind of going. I'm writing that down, mate, because that's a beauty.
0: Release early, revise often, class. Yeah, yeah. So... You- so you got it out there and initially what did what did businesses, hotels, gyms, theatres, cinemas, how did people
1: take to it? Um, well, it was funny actually, because we released it in Newcastle. I always yeah. did too good too soon. Being bearing hmm. man, I was nineteen at the time. Um, you know, just come out of racing with no real real idea on what I was doing, I suppose. <laughs> You know, it, it kind of took off too quick, which is a bit mad. You, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't expect something like that to do. But we, you know, the app we say it's global but local, so it's it's you know, as a user, you can take it anywhere in the world and provide, and we we'll be able to provide you value. Yeah. But the real sort of ambition is local, like I said earlier, kind of um, yeah, generating more footfall into local areas to to you know. To, Build up a better economy, yeah, and make sure these independents are actually having customers buying from local produce, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so yeah, no,
0: it's it's a great it's a great thing, and I I was talking to someone about it just the other week, and like the sort of the best way I described it was um, you would arrive at a train station, darling, and for example, but you're from Birmingham or Liverpool, and you'd press the app, and then it would obviously sort of search within a sort of what ten to fifteen. 15- mile or five mile radius
1: yeah then you get sort
0: of 10 mile radius and you'd get coffee shops hairdressers places to eat, places to shop taxis all all that sort of stuff is is sort of how i said it and they were like well that sounds amazing um and and fair play to you now is there anything similar to this or is this completely unique it
1: is totally unique um wow i mean fair play people People often ask me this question and the things that come close to me are the likes of TripAdvisor being one and actually just Google searching. Yeah, yeah. Right. But neither of them provide the information in a tailored digital way that we do. Yeah, Uh, yeah. And, you know, I I don't know if I've told you before, but what makes our app totally, totally different are sort of a, a few things, that being... Uh, our safeguarding ability around groups so you know right. a party a home party you could be a family going on holiday you can actually create create safe groups right for your, for your yeah venture let's call it right yeah uh, top <laughs> word and um, and then you know you guys can go do what you want but if something was to happen to one member of the party in that safe group uh, say one when. One went out of sight. Something happened to him. His his phone would ping a notification, a safety alert to the rest of the group, saying, "Check the location of your mate. He's in a spot of bother." And from there, oh really? Wow. Yeah. So then, from there, you can kind of assess this, assess the the situation more. So you know, wow. Um, and then ultimately, as well, how we're different is that every venue we provide uh they can actually claim their listing so we provide free advertising anyway but for them to be able to take their profile and and claim it uh you know the best way i can describe this is it's like claiming google business listing right instead it's on our app and you're claiming a Rome business listing and from there that actually becomes that venue's very own personal app wow so then they can add venues uh update, upload offers add images every every venue is linked to the maps um and ultimately as a venue what they try, you know what they want to achieve now taking on their business page is to get their customers to press the follow link on there yeah and that allows that business to send them push notifications so these are now time notifications sent to wow. like a message which can be customised with news, offers, events, loyalty rewards, features, wow. barcodes, expressing whatever that venue has to do. And again, the beauty of that is that whether that venue has 50, 500, 5,000 followers, if they want to send a notification out, it reaches every single one of their followers. Like Wow. Does.
0: Yeah, that's great. So, um, That... And this platform will lend itself to any sort of business model. It doesn't matter if it's catering, t-shirts, wh- whatever it is. It's, it can it can adapt to whatever needs to whatever you're selling or whatever
1: you're offering. It can adapt. It can adapt well, as long as you're within the categories that we cover, which we will be also growing the categories we cover. But if you had to look at the app now and look at the categories, as long as your business can be bracketed amongst those categories, we can. Uh, we can provide that value for you. Yeah. Sweet. Um, how does, uh, say if a business wants to
0: approach you uh, to advertise, what's the sort of, what, how, how does that work? What's the sort of, um, how does it, like what's the pricing, what's the costing, what's the sort of
1: advantages to it? Um, so for the year, it's, it depends what tier they do. We, we try to right. in. So if they were just to do a one-off year payment, yeah, that's 395 quid for the year. Um, but if they want to tie in for 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 three years, there's a saving of I think it was five hundred and five pound over those three years. Wow, hang in! But the reason we've done that is to say, hey, look, you no, know, yes, yeah, so there's lots of apps out there, none that are doing what we're doing. But one thing we can promise you is that we're going to be here in three years' time. Uh, therefore, take up that subscription and let's let's really have a go at this and make sure it works for you. So then you're getting your ROI. Wow, nice. No, it's it's
0: a bold it's a bold it's a bold move and it's a, it's a great app i've had a good look at it myself and um you know i definitely uh obviously if i went to a city or or a place i didn't know then it's it's perfect to sort of you know see to get get that knowledge down straight away um how do you get this out there to people as in i know you do i know you're a turbo networker um, but do you go all school as well do you, do you sort of go mooching around the town and, and sort of face
1: to face with people yes I did a lot of that early on but you got to do it on how much is your time valued as well so now it's a case of um, you know you can do a lot more switching so damage on social media platforms so we do have a high social media engagement you know on our platforms if you would follow us on Instagram it's Rome underscore everywhere and you'll see that like twenty-five, over twenty-five thousand followers on there alone. Wow! Uh, the app is actually built to kind of spread the word for us too. Yeah. Uh, and ultimately, as well, the uh, the businesses grow our usage too. So the businesses, you know, they don't actually need to have a large following in their Sorry, a large user base in their area, because ultimately, what they want to be doing, so subscribing to our service, is to. Um, to get their actual customers to follow them, because that's you know ultimately what that venue is then to do is to it's a platform built for customer attention. Um, wow! You know, so you treat and obviously, in-
0: if, if a business is doing well because of your app, they will tell other businesses in the area, "Oh yeah, because we, we 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 have this," and then it's like a referral system. I know the world's gone big, but it's also everyone still everyone's still on the word of mouth. aren't that, do you know what I mean? Everyone's right. still saying. You know, a lot of my work comes through word of mouth or referrals, and I think it. You know, even though you, you spend money on social media campaigns and you spend money, mm. advertisement, you know, a lot of stuff is um, still still down the word of word of mouth. The only problem with word of mouth is, um, it's slow pro it's slow projects. It's, so you've got to sort of have that in the background. Organically, but you do need this sort of social media push, which will bring me on to Yeah. Da, 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 social media. Um, how? Ha, yeah. How? How? Um, what platform, social media, it, do you get the most sort of traction on, and, it, and
1: and why do you think it is? So, Instagram for myself. Look right. At, very, we are a very very visual product. Um, yeah. You know. You know, on Instagram, we can show people nice places to go, things to do, mm-hmm. and i we kind of uh, incorporate our app with that too. Um, you know, and I often have these conversations with the businesses that I'm speaking to because the businesses I speak to, these independents, and the change, they all seem to think that, you know, the likes of Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, they're absolutely necessary for them to be on. Mm-hmm. Whereas actually they are kind of if you're not doing it right then they're wasting a lot of time. Yeah, it becomes such a specialty, um, such a specialty in itself. You know, for, for you to use the way Facebook has grown so hugely now, you know, for you to do it properly, you need to hire someone to do it properly. You know, if you're just doing it in house, it's very difficult, and you then you're spending five hundred quid a month. You know, hiring someone. Want to do it and actually you know for these businesses i speak to it's very much is that is that right for you is that a good business decision but then you know it's unfair because facebook's so big and everyone just seems to think that's the way forward
0: yeah i think um i think on on social media i think it's um i think we're bombarded that much with 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 adverts that it's almost getting like um T V where if an advert come on, you just turn the channel over. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's very, very it's very, very flooded. Um and everyone's trying to be like on brand and on script all the time. Yeah. And I just think let you sometimes let your personality come through. Like I see a lot of business Instagram accounts and they're all very neat and very structured and very like dot the dot the dot the dot and that looks good. Um but some of them are devoid of personality. Do you know what I mean? Like it's 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 a fine line. I personally would rather have people in my photos smiling, laughing, and joking with a bit of humor because then I think people will look at them photos and say, Well, that could be me in that photo. The, yeah. the, the day me and you were on the bridge in Durham when um, Rachel took the selfie, that's a great photo because it's just normal, everyday people had a day out in Durham, which could yeah. be anyone in the population. It's not an influencer, it's not a stage photo there wasn't no like filters there wasn't no like oh we just take it a thousand times until we get the perfect shot it's like bosh and done um and i know what you're saying people can especially with social media like you you could spend a lot of money and 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 what's the right return i mean how um on on growing a following what's do you have a strategy on growing a following or do you just think well just let it go and if it goes up like you know 10, 20, 30 a week, I'm happy with that, or are you like, trying to get as much, much as you can, as quick as you can?
1: Um, It depends, because engagement is just, you know, growth and engagement, two different things. Yeah. Growth, you know, some businesses, I mean, I'll go into a little bit more. Um, So on Instagram, growth and engagement, you know, sometimes we try and grow by a thousand a month. Wow. But then, you know, they might not be the most engaged people. Yeah. But, but to the outside world, well, it looks good. Yeah. It kind of, it's kind of showing social proof, which is, which is a topic that we can come on to. But going back to the social Facebook, proof. So, so yeah. going back to the Facebook stuff, you know, I'm in no way dissing what Facebook is. But I think people forget what Facebook started out as. For,
0: mm. And it's now got yeah.
1: 20 years on and we see what it is today. Um, You know, there was a time for these small independents where they could get a lot out of Facebook, but that time's gone now. I think I've told you before. uh, um, The algorithms in the background for Facebook to actually promote small businesses that aren't really putting much budget behind them. It just is no more. It doesn't happen. Um, Which ties us back into Rome. You know, this is kind of what we're trying to stand for. Yeah. And it touches base on on what you said about, you know, letting your personality shine through a bit. Yeah. So when I go in and pitch to businesses, I, I tell them, look, we're absolutely black and white. We're a very simple platform to, to use. And the ultimate goal is to get followers because the more followers you get, the more marketing reach you have. Yeah. Um, you know, if you, like I said earlier, if you have 50, 500, 5,000 followers, you can send a push notification to each and every one of them. And like you say, that is a personal message. like a text message, which you can get your, your brand and your personality across through. Yeah, um, which is far more direct and far more scalable than the likes of your Facebook marketing and even Instagram marketing for these specific businesses that I'm involved in, which are your bars, your restaurants, your hotels, yeah, your nightclubs, your gyms, your museums, galleries, etc., etc. You, your everyday shops. Yeah. Um. So yeah, for me, the hardest part about what I do is actually trying to educate these businesses on, on that on the say topic what it was and you know if you stick with them it's going to change again because they're always evolving whereas you know you can come, come on board with us and and uh and i think we have i the think yeah. to, to be able to promote yourself as a business
0: yeah p- pull me up on this but i'm sure we've talked about this before um say if you're a restaurant and someone leaves you a bad review on your on via your app can't the owner reply to that bad review
1: is that- so we don't. We are not TripAdvisor. We're not a review right. platform. So if you right. want reviews, you go to TripAdvisor. Yeah. What we're all about is friend recommendations. So through right, our okay. ability to create plans and share your plans with people, and I'll right. tell you a quick story. So you're you're from you're you living you're living in London. I'm living yeah. in in Darlington as I do, and I'm coming yeah. to visit you in three weeks' time. Yeah. That allows you to send me a plan over. This is what you recommend. So this is a right. friend recommendation recommending a plan of what you should do when you come down to London. Yeah. And you can list in that that plan, your 15 favorite places to go. That you fire that over to me, we can I can look at that plan. We have a chat function to discuss what that plan is about and what we're going to do whilst being in London. But ultimately, that also allows me to have a look at these 15 different venues. Have an idea of these venues, see where they are on the maps, um, see what menus they've got, whether they've got 40% discount in a clothing shop that I want to go to, et cetera, et cetera. But ultimately, I'm coming to visit you in London in three weeks' time. That allows me to follow each of those venues, those 15 venues. And then over that three-week period, I'm collecting, Mm -hmm. I'm banking up notifications in my notification center on the app of everything yeah. that these these venues you've pushed over to me have to offer. So, you know, when I get to London, I'm going to have a much better experience li- whilst being in London because I've got the two-for-one cocktail discount for a said bar or or I've got that token for 40% off on a certain hoodie that I want from that brand that I want yeah. in a clothing shop or that I've already got a 50% discount on a museum. Um, ticket that I wanted to really go and see, but before I got that notification it was a bit pricey i wasn 't sure where that was going to go you know um, and that 's really what we 're about we 're about having a better experience in said places um, and and having like I say is that is that business shouting about what they do best. We want to put the power back into the businesses to say hey we 're great and this is why you should come to us yeah uh, as well with that ability of you being able to share your favourite places with me as a user to be able to go have a better time in a, in a different location does that make sense?
0: Yeah no it makes sense mate it sounds you know it's, it's I think it's an absolutely great idea and you know um, I see all your hard work locally in Darlington I see your um, your your stickers everywhere everywhere that I sort of go and um, I'm glad people are sort of embracing it and supporting it and you, you're you writing what you say um, organic reach for, for small businesses on Facebook, social media, uh, is dead. You, you Even yeah. if you've got 20,000 followers and you put a post out, you'd be lucky if 10% even see it. 1% um,
1: well, or 3% if you want to know the true figures. Really? And wow. That dep- and that depends on what's happening that day on Facebook. So yeah. it's a media company, isn't it? So if, I don't know, London <laughs> Power was on fire that day and you, yeah. you post something out, there's We're... no chance anyone's going to see it. Because it's big
0: news stories. Yeah, no, that, that's that's a valuable point. Yeah, no, it's... Hey, uh, my friend has just opened a coffee shop in Darlington Fix and I've told him that you and him need to get together and uh, he's all on board for um, getting you in there. It's, uh, you know... It yeah, no, I've, I've, I was in just yesterday and I was saying to them, like, you need to get on board, blah, blah, blah. Um, You know, so definitely uh, we'll arrange that for next week or something. We'll go down and uh, have a bit of a face-to-face, but... Um, so I want to touch on, you know, you're a young, you're a young, you're a young guy, and for a young bloke, you're super, super driven. Um, and I sort of want to know where that comes from because a lot of people who are young, um, you know, may have that entrepreneurial skill, but it's one thing having it; it's another thing putting it to the task and, and sort you. of the hardship that comes with, with with that word. Everyone wants to say I'm an entrepreneur and have a have a Porsche 911 Turbo. And go on five holidays a year, and life's easy. But that's not the reality, is it? It's not the reality at all.
1: Yeah, man, um, definitely. And where that drive comes from? I, it's a hard one to answer because I, I left school, 15, 16, and I went straight to work as a, as a jockey. So I was around men and women, from yeah, sixteen onwards. Yeah, year. you know, my first boss was seventy two years old and we would often go out for breakfast things and you know the whole conversation with someone who who'd almost lived their life and the, you know the guy i used to work for used to sell horses for millions of quid yeah you know, wow um race horses and uh you know i just think i've always been around it i've always been around it, it, you know i've always said to you environment's everything so yeah you know if you're if you've got 10 mates that smoke you're going to be there yeah, you're gonna be the 11th, yeah. I used yeah. to do drugs, you're gonna be the sixth, but you know, if you put yourself around with five or you know, six, seven, eight people that want to do well, so are you. And obviously, racing is a very competitive environment as it is, you know, yeah, there's a community there, but at the end of the day, you're very much one man on a horse wanting to win, so I think yeah. that's where my winning streak comes from, you know. um, uh. It's yeah, it's a hard one to answer. I just I've always had a vision of where I want to be in life, and I know that if you stand still, you're only going to go backwards. No. Yeah, I will tell you what, you you're dropping
0: some uh, quotations here. You? No, you you know you're you're absolutely right. If you if you're the smartest man in the room, you need to change your room. Um, it's it's you've got to you've got to always be sort of willing to sort of be uncomfortable and be around people who know a bit more than you. And um, obviously. A jockey's life isn't an easy life. Um, very what? Very disciplined, very structured um, diet, physical activity routine. Um, all of those things uh, are probably as a precursor for running a business. Really. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. One <laughs> of the, the best, best that th- I ever did, which I think I've spoke to you about before, was when I joined. When I started racing, my boss gave me three weeks to get from eleven down to nine stone two. Wow. <laughs> Uh, and I had to cut out food, water, you know, I, I just literally and just overexercised to the point where I was cramping up so much. Some days I couldn't even walk. Wow. Uh, and I made it, I did it. I rode a horse at nine stone five. Um, bear in mind, I was nine stone two to get to nine stone five. That's when he saddled stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, to, to weigh it up and uh, nailed it. And then I just think after that, after, you know, literally cutting out everything and that was the hardest mental thing I've ever had to do, I would say. Um, and after I did that, the world was mine. I believe I could just do anything. <laughs> ah, yes.
0: Yeah, you had, you, had, you had your moment. How long did you race for, Andy? How, how many horses did you ride? Four years, and I have rode thousands of horses. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Is there any moment... T- tell us what it's like to sort of... Um, to get on a horse, to go towards the start line, like do you butterflies, like what? What's the feelings?
1: I, I always call myself a pilot. Um, <laughs> it's like flying. It's like when you're going forty odd mile an hour into a fence, into a hedge that's wow. just under six foot, it's around the five, you know, five foot mark. Yeah, yeah. Um, not knowing whether your landing gear is going to come out on the other side, it's pretty exciting. <laughs> pretty, pretty exciting. Uh, it it doesn't half give you a rush. Uh, Is there any... Do it. Uh, You know, if someone offered me a chance to do it again tomorrow, I would. I would love it. Wow. And
0: did you ever have sort of like a horse that you love to ride and a horse you thought, oh, not this thing. Oh,
1: all (laughs) the time. Really? Yeah. You know, know, you'd be going, we call them maidens. So this is a horse that's never ran before. guys jump in these five foot fences on a horse that you don't know if it even jumps right right. never mind trying to hurdle yourself at 40 mile an hour into it Um, so you know there are some uh, hairy moments we call them Uh, but then you do have the pleasure of riding some serious weapons you know some serious horses that You, you, I don't know how to explain it you just feel like you're flying a, a serious you know bit of kit um and you yeah you know, you like out. a
0: proper um like a proper formula one machine that's been sort of reared and and just trained to an absolute and it's just an absolute yeah. monster to ride
1: mm. yeah, that's, yeah that's exactly how it is you go from you know driving these driving these horses that you don't know whether the wheels are going to come off or yeah. you know to, to ride in these these other horses that you just you know that you're going to do well on today and and As long as you do your job right and you, you you know, you're going to do well. you were a jump jockey. Yes, I did ride a little bit as well.
0: Right. Um, Did you ever have aspirations of riding the national? Is that like a jump jockey? Is is that your
1: grand? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm actually, um, I have the, I had the privilege of riding around the flat course there. Oh, wow. so that's like, that is like top league stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, that's amazing. That takes years of being, you know, of doing, being very good um, to, to get there. And, you know, I was on course to do that. But I think I mentioned to you before, I ended up breaking my back and stuff like this. And yeah, well, and I was going to... Life, gonna... life can't come in a different direction. I would have loved to have gone around there and hurdled myself over those hedges. Yeah, I bet.
0: I was going to sort of touch on that. Um, obviously, uh, mental health is a hot topic at the moment. And you, um, did you fall off a horse? How, if you don't, if you don't mind talking about it, how, how did your sort of jump career come to
1: an end? Uh, it was many, many factors. Um, right. It, it's a pretty old school industry to be in, full of yeah. lies and 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 difficulties. You know, behind the scenes. Yeah. So uh, my boss, my original boss that I, I, I mentioned, who was like 72, like me and him were, were very tight. We were very yeah. tight as well. And he actually passed away, which kind of contributed right. to, Yeah. Uh, but ultimately what, what really broke me down was the fact that I was in a race. Uh, we had a lap to go, a circuit to go. Uh, and there's always one fence called the open ditch on a race course, which is the biggest fence on the course. It's got a big yeah. ditch in front of it. You have to make sure you get that one right. Um, yeah. And I went for that and I got it pink perfect, but two horses decided to, uh, two jockeys behind me decided to kind of jump into me either side. Right. Yeah. My landing gear didn't come down. Oh, well. wow. And we, uh, it was a really hot day, so the ground was rock solid. Uh, yeah. I ended up missiling into the ground. My horse was all right, but I ended right. up into the ground at, like, say, about 40 miles an hour. <laughs> Head crumbled. Uh, yeah, I just, I was, and then I had twelve horses come over me. Actually, thinking, wow, I had two horses to ride that afternoon too. In another, in another two races, and I rode yeah. them. I don't really wow. remember, which is quite, quite cool, <laughs> quite funny.
0: Yeah, no, no I, I know what you're saying. So that there was a few sort of factors, and then, um, and was it hard for you to leave the jockeying world, or were you glad to? Were, were yeah, you glad I, to
1: um, I was glad to leave uh, yeah. because like I say, I've always been very sort of, um, I mean, one word people use it entrepreneurial I've always try- kind of had side gigs and things like that going on all the time. Yeah. Uh, and at the time of this, I was already kind of developing Rome. This, this was, this was already in the pipeline. What this break, you know, this accident allowed me to do was actually have a reason to get out. And, yeah. And kind of, you no, know, I just, I realized that Rome had legs And I was going to make sure those legs started running. And, uh, you know, it gave me that opportunity to get, you know, that saying one door closes, another one opens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Absolutely. To get out of it still, yeah, very hard. I was always having phone calls to ride ride horses here, there and everywhere. Um, Yeah. But you can't do everything. You know, I think I had a few rides sort of two years ago now. And it was really hard. No, because, you know, you do love it. It's in your blood. Um, Yeah. But like I say, you can't do everything. So yeah. prioritising what matters and where you want to go. And it got to a point in my racing career where it was like, right, do I see myself doing this in five years' time? And I honestly couldn't answer it as yes. Uh, because I see myself doing other things. Um, yeah. You know, Rome being in on that portfolio. And yeah, I just said to myself, what's the point of wasting time? And potentially, you know... I also got told that if I was to have an accident like that again, I'd be in a wheelchair. So what's the point? Wasting time and potentially being in a wheelchair later on in life if that's not where I want to be. Absolutely.
0: No, that's uh, that's a fair point. Um, thanks for talking uh, talking about it. Um, can can be a sort of traumatic um, experience, but uh, no, fair enough. That's a great way of handling sort of a disappointment. and and starting a new venture is probably the best way to do it. So I briefly wanted to touch on um, on, on make or break um, uh, and sort of talk about your experiences to make or break uh, and why you would recommend it to people to do it without giving the game away too much.
1: (laughs) So for me, rewinding a little bit back to mental health, when I finished racing, and started yeah. at home. I went from riding 12 horses a day, seven days a week, running, gymming. Yeah. I, was, I was seriously fit. I was a fit bloke. Yeah. And I went into, into the room everywhere industry, which is, you know, sat behind a computer, talking yeah. to people in in offices, things like this. And my mental health, I really hit a bit of a block, to be honest. It was like my body didn't quite know how to deal with it. And this is going to tie in nicely to make a break. So I didn't really yeah, know yeah. How to deal with it. Um and i I'd, I'd been on the road mission for about two years come yeah. to the point where two and a half years come to the point where make a break came into the into the the into the question and what I loved about mental uh, sorry what i loved about make a break was it reminded me how sort of um how sort of tough I am as an individual yeah. <laughs> uh, you know um it sounds a bit madness but um Make a break was awesome. I absolutely loved it, and I thrived in that environment too. I thought uh, because it just it brought things back out of me that I, I maybe almost lost during that per- that transition period. Yeah, between racing and kind of being a bit of a daredevil mm. and, and kind of thinking safety last. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know this to to being in in offices talking, creating something much bigger than myself. And make or break, like I said, I, I thrived throughout it. I loved it. it. It made me realize what I'm all about again. Um, you know, I, I I again, going back to the racing, I'd be starving myself nutritionally. Um, yeah, yeah. Kind of suffering from that side. And then I kind of went through a binge time after that where I was like eating a lot to try and put on a lot of weight again. Mm-hmm. Obviously, eating a lot and you're kind of not doing a lot. Of physical activity, you start to put on weight again. Yeah, the make or break really kind of pointed out things to me. Like I'm not, I'm not someone that um, you know, sits and gets fat. And you know, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So I'm an active person. I'm, I'm a, I'm a brave individual, and it really brought that back out of me. Nah, cool.
0: No, definitely. Uh, make a break, man. 2020, stand by because it's only going to get bigger and bigger. Um, cool. Andy, this is going to lead us on nicely now, mate, to the part of the show where we sort of start to close down and, um, I've got the five watts for you. So. Oh yeah. um, Yeah. What's been the greatest advice
1: you've been given? Um, the greatest advice that I can, I mean, I've been given lots of great advice. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I wouldn't be here where I am today without being open to advice and hearing lots of different people have their part. Um, but the one that always comes back to me, my dad said to me when I was very young, um, it was just just do what makes you happy and follow your passions. Yeah, because yeah. There's, no, there's no right or wrong turn if you, as long as you're doing that.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, second one, what's on your bucket list, either personally or business? Right, so I
1: took a more of a personal approach to this one. Yeah, yeah. I I've got three. Uh, cool. So obviously, obviously, I want to travel the world. I have a few yeah. interests in sort of like Europe, especially Italy. Um and whatnot. So I'm gonna I i want to go visit Italy uh first. I think I'm gonna to go to America next year. Um I just wanna to, wanna to go see different cultures and how different people live, etc. Yeah. Another one, I'm desperate to skydive. So if you fancy it Do uh, you know what? Maybe maybe Do you know what?
0: Let's let's put some accountability on it right now. Um twenty twenty, me and you are jumping out of a plane. There we go. It's it done.
1: Boom all right
0: yeah i i've Um, never done it and the and the very thought of it does does really sort of make me sort of think whoa that's a bit spicy but yeah yeah. i'll i'll do it with you let's get it let's get it let's
1: get it organized (laughs) yeah happy days um and again this one my last one number three ties in with like number one is i i I need to see the seven wonders of the world so again ties into that travel um and I suppose I'll do point four on the bucket list make Rome the sort of global sensation it has has the ability to be. Yeah. Value to all the local independent businesses it can. Um, and see that become a success, definitely. More of a success, yeah. shall we say.
0: Mint, mint. Uh, number three, this is always a tough one, uh, so yeah. take your time with it. Um, what's been your toughest year? So,
1: again, I. <laughs> Thankfully, you gave me these questions a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had a yeah. bit to think about this. And, yeah, yeah. And I can't say day, but I touched base on it earlier. There was that transaction period between yeah. the racing life and riding and being super fit to the yeah. off-life, which was quite hard. And like I say, I definitely touched on the sort of mental health uh, side of things there. Yeah, yeah. first really came into understanding what, how, how powerful the mind is and how, how you, you, you need to be healthy in the mind. To yeah go on and do things yeah uh, no,
0: no, that's that's it, it's it's that's a fair point fair point
1: uh, number four what's been your happiest day my best day my happiest day um, so I got told a few months ago that my travel account the Roman Squad everywhere on Instagram was actually in the top 1% of all travel influences in the world oh wow that's class which is pretty cool Um yeah and you know just touch base on that the proudest thing i've done is definitely definitely create Rome into what it is today you know from yeah. an idea um on a piece of paper to going through all that hard work the years you know like four years of testing and and doing to to what it is right now which is a lethal machine a lethal business machine you know i'm quite proud of that too cool um
0: Fifth and final, either for you personally or business, or both if you want. Um, what's next for the brands?
1: What's next? Uh, I'll take business coach. So for me, what's next is I touched base on it earlier, is Rome has the ability to have a have a global community and, and to add value to people all over the world. Uh, and also those local independent shops and, and you know the chains can jump in there too. But what I'm wanting, you know, what's next, is to create genuine business-to-customer relationships. So you could follow a venue on Rome. Is your favorite. We'll use bar as an example. Yeah. Let's call it, let's call it John's Bar. So yeah, John, yeah. John can follow John's Bar, and it's yeah. little things like that bar gets an alert when it's your birthday, so they can offer you a birthday beverage. Ah, uh, it's class. Things like this, like creating those genuine customer relationships between the businesses, ultimately creating a much better experience for everyone involved?
0: Mega. Nah, mega. Um,
1: uh, I think, anything personal? Anything for you? Anything just? Um, This is very much a personal goal of mine. I I have quite a philanthropical, how do you say that? A philanthropical view on life Like I want to be able to give back to. Um, and, And Rome kind of ties in nicely with that um yeah so, so this really is sort of both personal and business for me um brilliant i know, I know if i if i can make the business work then the community is going to be better and that'll make me fairly happy
0: no brilliant um cool ladies and gentlemen uh that's it we've we've, we've knocked another one we've got another brilliant guest um andy from from rome make sure you check out his app uh some some great knowledge bombs dropped uh re- release early and reform often and it's global but local i love it um
1: yeah thanks for having me
0: Nah, it's been it's been great uh,
1: tell the world where people tell the world where they can find you yeah definitely so if you go to my website you can uh, download our app at www.asrome-everywhere.com rome spelled r-o-a-m like yeah roaming. yeah uh, <laughs> it's uh, the the logo with big lion head you can find us in both iOS and Android app stores or amazing. On Instagram amazing
0: uh, ladies and gentlemen that's been Andy Bartlett from Rome been cracking having him on um, more awesome guests coming up I've got a former soldier who now runs a social media company called the Digital Commando um, he's coming on later on in the show uh, just, just keep knocking out the fire troops and thanks very much and thanks for your support Um, I love doing podcasts. I love getting interesting people on. And it's true what they say. Um, If you surround yourself with ducks, you're going to eat a lot of bread. Um, So make sure you get on the Eagle game and we'll catch you next time on the Eagle podcast. Adios.